And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. The Loud and Proud Junior Final Podcast Preview is brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel. And in today's jam-packed show, we hear from both camps, captains, managers, players and the whole lot. I also give my run down at the end, but here we go. It's the main man for Roach, it's Barry O'Hare, and I asked him, how does he cope with carrying the scoring mantle? I try not to, I try not to think of that. I, I try my best... Um, to just focus on the job at, at hand, you know, like, if I, it's not about all of it's going for me, I want to, it's, it's, a, it's a team sport in the day, you know, and I want to do the best for the team, and if that means that I even drag, if I'm being double marked, you drag them two players away, at least you know, I'm happy enough, that's, that's all I care about, I just, I just want to see us, you know, hopefully win a championship. And if I don't score anything in the final, I don't care. That's <laughs> if, if we win it, that's that's the main the main focus. And um, obviously, it's nice to to you know get the score sheet and and be doing relatively well scoring wise. Um, and you know, I've been sort of looked upon as as a reliable source of scores over the, over the years. But we have. <laughs> We've, uh, if you look at the stats there, I'm sure you, you've probably seen them yourself, but we have um, an array of, of players who can score, like Shane Bourne there has been doing brilliance, Kevin Callan is always, is always, he's always there or thereabouts in the scoring charts himself, um, you know, so even the likes of Liam Dome, Dan, Dan O'Connell, they always come up and score as well, so we have, we have a team that's you know, we work on that and train as well. We we can all take a score. I don't know whether you're at the game of your night, but David Quiddy come up to fall back and keep the, the help points. So, you know, like the, it's it's not just relying on myself. It's everybody pitches in, and, and that's the good thing about it. That is the good thing about Roach this year and also another good thing is their new manager, Paddy McGuinness, and I caught up with him and I asked him firstly, was winning the junior shit or bust for Roach this year? Um, when when the fixtures come out, 
first for the first league games, and that's and that's the way that's the way it worked out. As it transpired, as the league went on, and the lads, the results for you know the results were decent, and um, it obviously then it just continues to snowball, and then before you know it, you roll into the championship, and then you set you set yourself other goals. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I suppose the way the previous years have gone, Roach have always been there thereabouts, so, you know, you were always hoping that this year was going to be no different. I suppose you could say it might go hand in hand, but it's been an enjoyable year for you so far. Oh, it's been a brilliant year. The, there's a lot of young lads that have come into the group. They've just, um, they've absolutely mixed with the, with the older, more experienced lads really well. Um, the younger lads are great, great personalities, great atmosphere in the camp. So it, it, I've really enjoyed it. They're, they're a super bunch of lads. And, um, you know, it's always easier when the results are going your way. You know, the training sessions become become a wee bit quicker and sharper and faster. So without doubt, the results help. But, um, you know, so far, so far, so good. Did you know those, that there was those uh, youths there, those minors, beforehand? Like, did you know, were you aware of that? I would have been made aware that there were that there were a few lads coming in from the minor team that were obviously going to improve the squad. Um, personally, I didn't know them. Um, but to be fair to them, they just come in and the mix the mix is very easy. Those young lads, they want to be playing a higher level of football, but standing in the way is Glide. Uh, what, what, what's your thoughts on Glide, firstly? That challenge will come from one of many Sheridans. I caught up with one and he told me the mood around the place in Talonstown. Connor Sheridan, what's the mood like around Talonstown? Um, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to tell, uh, to be honest, Daniel. It's the, the third final and, uh, you know, we've had a Couple of there's a heartache, so um, this year, I suppose it's optimistic. I suppose and uh, I suppose everyone's almost the same thing. There's still uh, there's still probably a bit of a uh, bit of dread, you know. Uh, what's your experience as a roach and glide and roach? Uh, look, roach, good team, you know. They uh, they're knocking around. Semi-finals and finals the last number of years, so definitely since we've been there around there, probably the four. So they've won the league this year, so um, they're back up. We've got a lot of games, so Darren and I were more so, um, as I say, as I said earlier, it was more so a good achievement for this particular year. So 
to be honest, look, they hold the kind of they hold all the aces for a, you know, they're the best team in junior and they've proved that so far. So they're gonna be very hard bet. But should we give it a we give it a go, you know? Very kind, Connor Sheridan there, and I caught up with their manager, Ollie Flynn from Drummond T. Armagh. He's going to use all that experience he gained managing and playing with that senior club in Armagh. And he also talks about the importance of squad depth within the Town Stone group. Yeah, yeah, I would have, I would have played in senior finals and um, managed volunteer in a senior final, yeah. Back there, yeah. Okay. Coming in, did did you find it was hard to lift lads after two after losing two finals? No, no, they're, they're an unbelievable bunch of lads out there, Dan. To be honest with you, you know, when, whenever I've come in and asked them to do, they've, they've, they've done it. So lifting them wasn't a problem. Like, no, definitely wasn't. Like, uh, again, it's it's performing on the day. You know, we, it's, it's it's to me, it's it's, it's, it's it wouldn't be a fifteen man game. It's probably an eighteen, nineteen man game now. And, and you're relying on everybody. That plays their part to, to play their part, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you ha- yeah, you have that. You have that depth as well there off the bench. Yeah, we've a few, we've a few decent lads to come in. Yeah, if they don't start, like I'm sure there's a few boys will be disappointed like But you know, we have we have a few boys to come in that can change the game. Yeah, uh, and we'll be using them as 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 we as being fit like. But you'd, you'd still be hoping your 15's doing well. <laughs> you know, yeah. without having to change too early or whatever, you know, it's, it's you know yourself. Championships are very hard to predict them. Yeah, anything can happen on the day. You know, somebody will come out of the blue and play well that hasn't maybe been producing the good day. You know, yes, yeah, yeah. That, that's what you're looking for. You know, big time. What will you miss? Eh? I'll miss the crack, I'll miss the laugh with the lads, you know, I've made great friends through this. I have to think in there, and for the first time, going going into towns, going into Arley, to Drada, um, I started seeing kids wearing loud jerseys. And it, was, it was unreal to be in that way, it was always just about being the best, best you can be for, for the county. Again, it doesn't mean enough for people in Arley to prove that you're wrong. Said that you know, this, this is what we're doing. We're going to try to find times to sit in the room. Just to, to have a backlash here, so I agreed. And I said, yes, absolutely, I'll, I'll be doing that. And I walked, out the, I walked out the door and I wasn't driving at the time. My dad was in the car. Thinking, oh, we're going to train five days a week. This is, this is ludicrous. Um, this, is, this is just this is ridiculous. Like, it's, it's never going to work. And, you know, before you know it, then you're getting into that routine. 
you play, you play a song with a tune? <laughs> Alright, yeah, no, I don't think you want to hear that. Check out Defy.ie, proud sponsors of the Loud and Proud podcast. First and foremost, thanks to all the lads, Ollie, Connor, Barry and Paddy for all their uh, contributions to that. Um, four knowledgeable men. Um, two, two, like, I suppose I'll begin with my preview. With the impact the two managers have brought, um, they both came in and there was probably a little bit of trepidation with the two camps that they took over. Certainly there was potential there between the two camps. But getting a lot out of them was uh, going to be a difficult task. Um, and I suppose Paddy, Paddy's done a very solid job um, with Roach tipping along this past few seasons. It was a tip of the crossbar last year. Sorry, fingertips of Virgo Shiki last year that denied him a final place. They haven't been in the final since 2015, so Paddy deserves huge credit for that. And then on the other side of it is um, Ollie Flynn has come in and he's worked his magic like... And like I suppose he, he's worked his magic and the players have showed massive resilience to get back to their third final in a row uh, after losing two previously with uh, Mark Gilson. Maybe a fresh voice comes in, came in and was needed um, and Ollie provided that voice in a different way of playing and a different kind of style. we get to styles now in a second. But they both deserve huge credit for getting their, their clubs there um, in, in the year. Um, I suppose from a long way out... From on this podcast, uh, anyway, they would have been the two top two teams. I know um, Lanier were in the top four along with Napierce, but I think these two are undeniably the top two teams when you look at the depth of their panels, the individual talents on board, and just the general ability and makeup of the two teams and what they possessed. So I think it's the final that everyone wanted. I think it's the it will probably match up of styles that will will, will uh, help the contest as well because I suppose when you look at recent years the outcome like the junior finals have been very good, very good way back to the Kevin stinging Sting uh, Glen Emmets that was the start of the run of really good finals at this level. Um, last year was probably a little bit uh, of a dare game, but the conditions probably played to that out of Hill when Ireland has beat the. Uh, Talents down, but that was there was still drama at the end with uh, Peter Nixon's final save and then the the penalty as well to win it. Um, but uh, I suppose it all goes around the crux of this whole matter comes around Talents down. They're going to be like like how they get on, how they get on, how they do the job. Uh, that's that's what's going to script the whole narrative of this final. Like uh, that's what brings the intrigue. They can't lose three in a row. They did lose three in a row. What happens to players? Did the players step up? Have they got over all that heartache? And, and do you hear Trevor t- or Connor talk about that as well? And like, like it can't be done. Like, there's no reason why all oh, the lost three finals are going to win this. When you look at the Feckins, they lost the Hurl and that's three finals in a row they've lost. And it really is about on the day. Like, pass counts for very little. In, on these days because they're very much the present you have to be fully present in these games to win them and winning them is on the scoreboard as well so does it, the opposite I suppose Roach of that freshness coming in they had that tradition of being a big team at junior level in this past few years knocking it on the door 
to have experienced players and they've youth in it. But in terms of hype and preparation, they'll probably have that giddiness. They won't have any baggage with them whatsoever, uh, even underage finals and what have you. Um, they'll all they'll come in fresh. The lads, the older, experienced lads. It's four years since that uh, trouncing from the Finbars in that uh, 2015 junior final, and that'll be kind of gone out of their head. But it'll be a nice little motivating factor for them. Uh, Barry would have mentioned that to me as well, and uh, so you have all that fragility the light have showed, and then you have this freshness from Roach, which would be, which would be very interesting, very intriguing to see how they get on. Will the young lads freeze? Will the older lads freeze? Will the glide freeze clamp up again? Um, and like. I don't know. I I think that I think it has to stand to Clyde. Like those, uh, regardless of the heartache, the the fact that you're going into a final and you you know what today is all about. The whole village knows what it's all about now at this stage, and they're probably laid low in the bunting and the hype and all that and getting onto it. They're probably just <coughs> sick. They're probably too hurt. They're too 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 damaged to even want to feel hurt. So they're kind of playing it low key, and everyone's kind of low key around the place. And that'll only help. They'll take it, treat it like another game, which which it is, and they'll they'll just get into it, and they'll be they'll be aware of the parade and the shaking of the hands beforehand, and the first five minutes and the crucial points that how you win a game. So we'll see that should stand for them. But then on the other side of it, like I said, that freshness finals are there to be enjoyed, and you get a big kick off those uh, those moments and those that energy, and maybe maybe yeah, just maybe. The uh, Roach get that big hype of energy and just that buzz and it just pulls them through. Um, but I don't know, like the the impetus off the line as well. They they're fresh to it. They're they're new to a final preparation as well. The two lads over them. I know Ollie has a bit of experience with the drum and tea, which he's mentioned. That might come to come to a fruition as well. But Paddy's been there around the block a long time, around loud football a long time as well. He would have played in intermediate finals as well. Um, I don't. He wouldn't have played junior finals. I don't think with the Geraldines when he was full back. But. Yeah, I suppose that that that's probably the, what you can talk about beforehand—the prep, the management, the styles. This year, the, the two lads that like, they've set up, not not like as as I suppose Roach and the Blanier showed they, 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 the way they set up to have the, the ability to potentially be an open game of football that they can that they can uh, because they're not putting fifteen men behind the ball. Glide are a little bit more pragmatic than they have been in other years. They would have, they would have sit out, they sit back there and protected. But it's not an out and out four or five sweeper job. It's just kind of being a little bit aware of where the danger is, and that stood them in good stead because they've had to forge their way into games, and they've had, they've haven't, they've given up only two goals this year on the run to it. Now they have been untested on the way there, bar the semi final, and they kind of rode their luck. With the goal chances that the Pearcy did make, they had three good goal chances in the second half. But they rode the luck, had that bit of luck that they probably needed, and maybe that's the sign for what's to come. But they can be got at, uh, and then what pulls them through is their forward line. It's the uh, like Paddy would have mentioned there, Niall, Niall Sharkey and Trevor O'Brien. Those are the two men, but there is other options as well. There's like Brian Duffy there. Kieran Sheridan is notching scores around the middle of the field as well. He hits free t- kicks from him. He's probably high scores nearly every game for them. 
Um, you also have the likes of Dion Connell has come back into the side. Now, he hasn't got up to speed with scoring yet, but he, he, a couple of weeks more under his belt after returning from his travels will bring him right up to speed. Barry Sharkey off the bench is quite an option. This is the depth they might have off the bench in terms that Martin McCardle might come in. Kevin Moore has come in and he started. Barry Brennan, Dylan Kearney, they're all good jobs. They have a bit of depth there. Um, and who else up front? There's a couple of... There's another one I'm not maybe mentioning. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's just the power that um, it's just the power the Sharky possesses in driving forward and creating havoc, and uh, that'll be have to be stopped. Aaron Devlin is another chap off the bench as well, um, and then I suppose the big ass for Roach, I would see the more they're a more collective bunch, they're more even all over the field. They they're not really weak in any department. They're not really really strong in any department. Um, in terms of going forward around the middle of the field and defence, quite solid, solid all over, really solid spine. David Quigley has a bit of experience at full back. Dermot McCarthy and the other brother under forty, Liam, the two Daniel O'Connell's experience in the middle of the field, and then the inside forward line. You have the, the experience of Kevin Callahan and alongside him Barry O'Hare in the other corner, and Shane Bourne has improved really. Like he's he's played quite well any time I've seen him. He has pace inside. He's probably the only bit of real pace they have on that side. But they know their the Roach know their limitations and they know their options. They've Eugene Murray out in the wing for kick outs if he picks up a few goals here and there, all well and good. Joe Bishop's usually the man marker. They've loads of those uh, miners like um Jared Brown, Adam McKay, one of the Dawes, Liam Dawes under twenty player this year, their captain. And that 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 gives them their speed and their energy. Adam Fee as well. I think is another one. Um, I think that's another one. That's maybe the five uh, miners to have. They'll have that input. And like according to reports, there's more miners on the way that will be suited when they come in next year for road. So they'll want to get up to the, up that higher division as well. But um, yeah, they're solid around the middle of the field. So Daniel O'Connell and um, Sean Daw in the middle of the field, or Liam Daw in the middle of the field, will look to probably cancel out the two Sheridans. But if that, if that does happen, Brian Duffy does tend to come out and swap with Cameron Sheridan as he did the last day against the Piercy. So they have that flexibility there. Um, Roach are going to look to hurt um, Glide at the back. It's probably the most untested line for Glide this year. Um, the probably Jared Farrell would probably look to pick up. Um, he'd probably pick up. I'd say Callahan and I'd say Conor McCullough will pick up um, Barry O'Hare. Um, although it has been mentioned that Keane Sheridan has dropped back and marked Barry O'Hare, but the way Keane is playing around the middle of the field and <coughs> sometimes he drops in centre back, but he, he's needed around the middle towards, and I think he's staying in that area. Um, but I suppose the other end who who will, who else will who'll pick up Niall Sharkey that's going to be the big um, key component and deciding factor in this game they might go one of the younger chaps to just go with him for pace and just maybe just man mark him and snuff him completely out of the game Sharkey has played inside and he's played half back as well driving forward and um, Fierke Sheridan's also a marking option for Clyde um, who they've who are I suppose they haven't given up that many goals and um, Keevy and Riley would have told me that Roach would have given up nine goals in their run to the final but albeit they played uh, an extra game against Dunlear but there is that little bit of uh, worry at the, at the back for Roach 
But uh, I think I think it's even enough. I think it's very even. I think it's even all over the field. They might actually cancel each other out, but the fact that there's that open factor in the game, it might it might uh, it might go that way. And another thing, the games in the clans. <coughs> Glide to play there this year already they beat the Ballon comfortably in their position so they'll be aware of that recency bias of the actual awareness of the pitch they put up a high score that day as well so they know the dimensions and although the two Morns weren't playing that day um, or the young Collins so little three lads new to it but I'm uh, sure they've played in the clans field before um, but keeping a wraps on barrier hair will be big for them Light of a couple of lads that may need to go on them. Trevor's the main, Trevor and uh, Niall Sharkey. Trevor's come up with the goods, um, and any time to be beaten in the final, he's been quiet. Uh, so that's where it comes down to, I suppose. Forwards win games, um, defence win championships, as they say across the the water in America. Um, there's also that form, like to. <laughs> Roach have this form there's a consistency there with them and at that level of performance they've won the league they've uh, got through a really tough semi-final Glide have probably the better forwards much better forwards and they, but they've suffered a defeat in the league uh, relegation the higher league um, and they do leave themselves like open to these games where the underdog might come it's proved that with Tully Allen and I suppose maybe not with the Islanders last year but I just I feel that it, this is Glide's year. I think they they have enough to put there. Bear in mind, and an injury could just scupper anything to like to any key player around here um, across the line. So Glide still probably have the bench to deal with that as well. The big players all over. Um, Roach, oh yeah, I, I, Roach have that young youngness, and that that will give them a chance in this. I think it'll be very, very tight. Uh, I think if it's a dogfight, you'd, you'd probably expect Roach to win. But if it's a little bit more open, and Glide can push it early, pu- like push matters early on in proceedings, they should get over the line and do it once and for all. And it probably would be great for the likes of Connor and Trevor. And uh, a few of the others, Mark O'Brien, that that uh, I've been chasing the senior, cha- I've been chasing the medal, right, championship medal, right from when they were a senior and what have you. So yeah, that's my verdict. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Defy for sponsoring the podcast. Go and check them out, Defy.ie. Some great stuff. Some gorgeous uh, warm up tops. Even I have won a championship in it. The Blues are now in the final with their warm up tops, which are smashing. If interested, get your club involved and get them to have a look at it. Um, but that's all. That's all for now. I will be. Ha- I will have updates on the on the day at the game. Um, so check out the live report on Loud and Proud Facebook, on Instagram as well. dot com forward slash Loud Proud, and also on Twitter as well. Thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll catch up next week.